Thank you for joining us for the Lessons from First Naz podcast. Uh, just a little bit of a, an update regarding uh, our ministry that we call The Rock, the Reach Out Center in North Lewiston. If you've been around First Naz uh, any length of time, then you know The Rock is the place in North Lewiston where we do the things that Jesus did in his ministry. He simply made himself available to people who were in need and then said, how can I help you? And at The Rock, that takes the form of offering friendship, a safe, healthy place to hang out, food, and groceries if you need to take with you as you go, clothing, addiction recovery classes and groups, life skills classes, a number of things. We're trying to take the love of Jesus and make it uh, present it in believable kinds of ways it, that with real-world application so that our friends who do not yet know the Lord Jesus can come to experience love that is believable and love that makes a difference. And in the long run, find that there's a God who loves them, who forgives them of their sins, and who transforms people from the inside out. I love what we're doing at The Rock. It's a privilege for us to get to do the things that we do over there. Jeremy is leading a a group that is putting together another organization. It's called The Rock Rescue Mission. And initially, they're going to work hand-in-hand with the Rock Reach Out Center that we operate, and they're going to learn how to operate a full-on rescue mission, initially for for women and children, that will provide residential programs, as well as uh, a crisis center where people can stay uh, short-term, but a a long-term program as well for learning how to do life according to the principles of God's Word and see that transformation take place in your life. And it's going to start with women and children. Isn't that exciting? It's a very good thing. I think Jesus would do that if he was the guy who got... Yeah, that's a good way to... I think that is just plain and simply following the example and the lead of of Jesus. But uh, we're ready to take a big step in that direction that will further both um, the Rock Day Center and also the Rock Rescue Mission. And it comes down to this. We're going to need some money in order to do it. I want Jeremy to talk to you about the next step. And then we're just going to pray and ask the Lord what he would have us do. Then we're going to receive an offering. Jeremy, talk to us about next step. Um, one of the, we, we brought, uh, for a brief background, I guess, before, before I let you know what we want to do is we met with some consultants, the, uh, president of the Spokane Union Gospel Mission and the Portland Union Gospel Mission, um, probably sometime this spring, probably around March, I think. And they told us to kind of start small to get where we wanted to go. And as Pastor mentioned, the start small was to partner with the First NAS and the Rock Center, what we're doing out there, and to run some rescue programs out there. Um, and we've been doing that through some life skill center um, teachings, job resume buildings, and uh, some um, substance abuse, addiction recovery, and some Bible education. And the Union Gospel Mission, what really sets that apart is um, we believe that only Christ can set people free and right. give them hope. And so that's the basis of the Union Gospel Rescue Mission is to um, help people overcome their addiction by telling them about Christ because that's the only person that can really set them free. And um, the other, what we're doing is running rescue programs, which is food and clothing. Um, hopefully, eventually, we'll get to the shelter. 
But uh, right now, our food program is fairly sparse because we're limited by the health code of what we can do because we don't have a commercial kitchen. So the next step for us would be to purchase a food bus, which I think they have running pictures up there. And we have a food bus um, available to us in Grants Pass, Oregon. And the person who um, is selling it has worked with the Grants Pass um, Rescue Mission. He's willing to give it to us at his cost, which is $28,000. So we're um, asking some area churches to kind of help raise some money for us so that we can purchase this food bus so that we can start increasing our food program and kind of legalize what some of what we've already been doing a little bit, but to really so we can expand it and start doing more meals out there and um, some hot meals instead of kind of the limited food that we're able to do out right now. So um, that's kind of what we're wanting to do as the next step. And the guy has, he's willing to work with us and he's said he's going to kind of hold it for us. Um, so if, uh, if you guys feel God tapping you on the shoulder. So let's just, uh, let's just do that. Let's just ask the Lord what he would have us to do um, maybe when we leave here today, you guys will have all $28,000. Or maybe you'll have 2800 and some other churches can partner with us. But like everything else, uh, we've put this before the Lord. We've sought his direction and guidance. And then when we thought we had it, we started asking him to provide for it. When this uh, gospel was new and Jesus' first followers were proclaiming, that he's the only one who has the power to break chains and change lives. The authorities told them to quit preaching that. And they said, we, we can't stop preaching it. But alongside preaching it, they started doing relief kind of ministries. And the first one that shows up in the pages of Scripture was that they were feeding people who were in need. So what we're trying to do is simply follow the biblical model that we have seen the Lord bless. But one of the religious authorities who was trying to shut this whole thing down um, was, was listening to people get all fired up, coming against this gospel and its work. And he said, you guys need to cool your jets for a minute and listen. He said, look, if this thing is not from God, it'll, it'll just turn into nothing. But if it's from God, you don't want to find yourselves fighting against him. We believe this thing is from God, and it's not going to turn into nothing. Not only do we not want to find ourselves fighting against God, we want to partner with him in the ways that he's made available to us. And so we have the uh, unit that Jeremy's been talking about. If you have further questions about it, you can talk to him. You can refer, um, you'll refer them to some other people in the group if you can't answer all the questions. But let's just do this. Let's just pray right now and see what the Lord would have us do. Lord, we sit here today with bellies that are full. Maybe uh, starting to growl a little bit because lunch hour is rolling around, but not because we haven't had the opportunity to eat this morning. We sit here in an air-conditioned, very comfortable building because you have provided for us richly all down through the decades that this church has been in existence. We give you praise and honor and sincere thanks for the way that you take care of us. We could talk for a moment about people around the world, halfway around the world, who are hungry today, who sit in war-torn areas and famine-stricken areas. 
But in order to do so, we would have to look past people in our own zip code who are also hungry. Lord, we've been walking out these steps that you've illuminated in front of us. At times, maybe we ran ahead of you a little bit, trying to do more than we could. But now we have this grand opportunity, and we believe it's from you. We just pray that you would authenticate the message, if it's from you, by stirring the hearts of your people so that we get to see rich generosity welling up. Lord, I thank you for Jeremy and his team who live lives of integrity before us so that we can trust them when they come to us and ask. And now we'll just listen for your voice. Lord, what would you have us do? In faith, we will take those steps. Keep providing for us, Lord. We love the privilege of partnering with you in your work. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.